Father, your will be done. Done be your will. There's an anointing in his place. There's power in his place. A fresh anointing in his place. And when I say this place, I mean your place. Your place. Your place. Because my place is your place. And I am in your place. And you are in my place. And I thank you for being who you are in this place. Anointing in this place. Power in this place. Your word, your will in this place. 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 It doesn't matter five minutes ago. It doesn't matter five years ago. But what I know, you're in this place. Jesus Christ. God. But I know you in this place. I know you in this place. I know you live in this place. I know you do well in this place. I know. I feel what I know. And I know what I feel. Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost is in his place. There's always a seed, time, and harvest. This is your job to receive what I have for you to receive in this place. I don't forget about you because I'm in this place. I know what you know. You don't need to know everything that I know. Just know I'm in this place. It don't matter what it look like. I'm in this place. It don't matter what it sounds like. I'm in this place. And I'm not leaving this place. Neither are you. Fresh anointing in this place. You are that intentional in this place. Had no idea what was going to happen. At this hour, in this place. But before I entered into my mother's womb, you already saw what was going to happen in this place. So if you know that, then you know this. And if you know this, you know everything else there is to know regarding any place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's an anointing of assurance. There's anointing of being satisfied. There's anointing of being glad in it. There's anointing of not wanting to know too much. There's anointing of knowing that what you know is more than what you can ask or even think. There's an anointing of leaning not to our own understanding. And there's also anointing of telling the truth and shaming the devil in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Seated in this place, in heavenly places, in this place. I'm not seated nowhere else. I'm seated at the right hand of God in this place. 
And wherever I go, this place goes with me. I only say things that comes from this place. I only do this regarding what's being done in this place. I just feel like dancing in this place. Singing and shouting in this place. Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit is evident in this place. And my place is also your place. God is just that intentional. To set people in your path to connect for a season and a time and a revelation to receive an encounter with God in your place. Because you are in his place. His place is your place. Your place is his place. Hallelujah. We can hear the same word over and over. But when there's a visitation regarding that word that God wants us to embrace, he's going to have you to hear it at the right time once again. No matter if you heard it is finished two hours ago, listen to it now. It is finished. Hallelujah, God. Thank you for what you're doing in this place. Such a powerful anointing in this place. <clears throat> Excuse me. I never felt like this. I never ran like this. I never sung before I got on here the way that I did. I never done any of the things that I just done right now. In this level of it. In this place. See it. Seated, 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 Whatever, 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 
whatever, whatever you want to do, 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 do whatever you want to do, say whatever you want to say, go wherever you want to go, and it's who me. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Damo Saka is the Adamo. He is the Adamo. He is the Adamo. He is the Adamo. He Say whatever. I said whatever. Whatever. I said whatever. Whatever. <sighs> However, you want to do anything in my life, go ahead. Do what you want. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Moko Gandia and Moko Mohan He Kahan He Mohu Han Kahan Sahamu Sik He Han Moko Han Han He
Excuse me, God. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, you do what you want. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, uh, thank you. I did not plan on getting on here, but whatever God wants, however he wants, is what he wants, withholding nothing, withholding nothing, withholding nothing, withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Yes, God. Jesus. 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 New. New refresh a point pointed, excuse me, sign, 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 sign. <laughs> If you said, I believe you. I don't ever want to revisit 
anything that can cause to want to receive a confirmation. You confirm why you speak because you already said it. Regarding it's already been written. So anything that I hear that is confirmation to what you have already done. I don't need to look anywhere else. There is nowhere else. There's nowhere else. Only you. Only you. Angels. I'm about to sit here for a second. Hallelujah. If you're listening, I've been it's been good if you can come and get me off the floor. <laughs> oh God. When destiny wants to take you to another level in destiny, destiny likes to show out. When wisdom and knowledge wants to take us higher in wisdom and knowledge, they like to show out. When miracle signs and wonders... <laughs> Want to take us higher regarding miracle signs and wonders. They like to show out. <laughs> when glory. <laughs> okay, God. When authority. Oh, God. When liberty. <clears throat> God say assembly. <laughs> wants to take you higher in the area of assembly. And knows how to show out. <laughs> when breakthrough, when it take you high in the area of breakthrough, <laughs> breakthrough likes to show out. <laughs> when Holy Spirit, <laughs> when it take you higher in Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit loves to show out. <laughs> when God <laughs> wants to take us higher and God, <laughs> he likes to show out. <laughs> God say goodness and mercy. I love how you say things follow us and now we have to follow it because we don't have to chase. Goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. And he also said miracle signs and wonders following. Where you go, I'll be following. The end and the beginning. The end down to the beginning. Leading and making sure that we continue to move ahead and not look back. I see a lot of presence that are coming 
now. God knows how to set things up in order for him to show out. Oh, yeah. Had no idea this day. See, when God says exceedingly abundantly above, we can ask or even think. We're just thinking about the blessings and the good things we can receive. But you got to realize what's going to come with that. What's going to be connected to that above what you can ask. Because Satan know how to throw the things that we do not know to ask. That's why God given us Holy Spirit to speak in an unknown tongue, an unknown tongue, to keep us from saying what we ought not to say. Satan know how to bring things that he ought not to bring. And God said exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or even think. What comes with that asking? In ways we never thought Satan would try to even come. But the thing about it is we still when We're still seated. And that would never ever change. But what you want to get out of this is that nothing of God is of force. He's not going to force us to be blessed. Whether you aware or I'm aware or not, we already are. We already aware God's not going to force, not going to make us embrace any good thing or any bad thing. <coughs> Excuse me, between God and Satan, we have a decision to make on a daily basis. Which one are we going to choose from? And God said, choose life. Sometimes he would just give us an answer or repeat himself. The power of life and death, blessing and curses, but choose life. Rejoice. Again, I say, rejoice. That means you didn't, I want you to make sure you get it the second time in case you didn't hear me the first time. Weeping may endure for a night. Again, I say, weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. Again, I say, but joy comes in the morning. Sometimes you got to repeat that word twice for yourself. My end is better than my beginning. Again, I say, again, I say, again, I say. The devil thought he had me. He thought my life was over. He thought your life was over. But that's when someone greater, that's when someone greater stepped in our situation, stepped in our situation, and God, and God turned it, turned it. As for me in my house, as for me in my house. <laughs> My weeping days, my weeping days are over, over. The hour has come, the hour has come. And the glory of the Lord, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you, is risen upon you.
receive, receive your blessings, your blessings that comes with, that comes with everything, everything that has been, that has been afforded unto you, afforded unto you because you are seated. Because you are seated. Make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise. Whatever your difference is in your encounter with God this time that you've never done before, felt before, heard before in such a way as it is this time, enjoy what's happening in your life this time. And enjoy everything that's going to happen at any time. We don't have to wait for it being a specific day and time. God say at any time. I know we speak a lot about chronos and kairos. But let me tell you like this. Even that is a form of time. Whether it's now or later. But God is a God of eternity. He's not moved by time. That means he can do when he want, what he want, when he want, how he want, to who he want, when he want, how he want, who he want, who he want, he want. He want, he want. <laughs> Hallelujah. God knows how to set things up to cause it to prosper. He knows what we need as we go along side with him. As we move further in ministry, he knows what to place before us. And I'm just like this with it. My hands are up. And I mean hands and feet, both up. Because whatever my life is right now, it's because you say it is. Father, I say what you say without me even opening my mouth. My life demonstrates that. There's a sudden, you know, rise on the inside that had to work its way on the outside. Because it brought about a change in my life. And there's a song called Something on the Inside. What is that something? Revelations on the inside. Working their way on the outside. Visions on the inside. Promises on the inside. Dreams on the inside. Working their way on the outside. Which means manifestation is present. Because the manifestation brought about the change in your life. In my life. Glory on the inside. Working this way on the outside. And brought about a change in our lives. Hallelujah. I am so excited for life. And I'm so excited for what's happening in life now. Regarding life now. God say, I given you, Quinesha, a vision, words, dreams as to what I want you to do. But to put a name, to call it by name, is too great for you to hear right now. So it's best for you to just keep following and have me to see you through it. 
Because I cannot have you hesitant. You have to stay determined. So whatever keeps you moving forward, I'm going to do just that. And the same for me, the same for you. Whatever it takes for them to keep us moving forward. By us willing to continue to move forward. Whatever you want to do in our lives, God, shake it upside down, move it around. Whatever you want to do, Father, your will be done. I am so serious. There's a fresh anointing. And I'm not the one to say it because it just sounds good. No, you have to experience it while I'm saying it. Because these words are of life and of godliness, which is power. These words have power because I didn't come up with these words. They originate from the kingdom. And God is a creator of all things. I thank you for listening. Like I said, I wish any of you were here to get me. I went from the floor to the seat now. I'm in a seat. Let's see if I can get out this seat. Doesn't matter. Whenever God want to do, go ahead. Ooh, I just feel like laying hands on little kids. Right now, I'm just going to stretch my hands out. Whatever you want to do with God, little kids, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Yes, God. The school system. Yes, God. Yes, God. The economy. Yes, God. You care about it all. Yes, God. Yes. Yes, God. May our attention be only on you. Yes, God. Whoever need you through me, lead me to them. As you will. And there goes anybody who's listening. I'm so serious. Thank you, God. Sometimes God have you give a praise so well. And just feel so good so well that you just ready to go to bed. And you just ready to get some some good sleep. And you always sleep good. You've been sleeping good. We just want to get some, some sleep that you've never gotten before on a new level. Because Holy Spirit just showed out in this place. And in this place is also your place. I've never been so thirsty in my life. If I can get up and get to the fridge. If I can get up and get to the fridge, Jesus, my God, everything that just took place, let me let that just, you know, not going to get off of here that fast. I, there's no way I can do that. Just hit the stop and just, you know, it's no way. There's no way. I'm telling you. Sometimes you may see or experience, you know, when you, you know, cut it off, you cut it off and you get up and go to do what you were going to do. But it's like, what happened to the just laying on the floor? What happened to the just speaking in tongues? Where'd that go? <laughs> you understand? You know, went from that sitting down laughing, watching TV. Jesus. There's no way I can just push up and just do anything. I cannot get up right now. God say, all right. Oh, right. 
That's what I'm talking about. The weight of my glory. The weight of my glory. I'm so bold to say this right now. (laughs) Anything, everything, Father, that you have written down for me, let me just say thank you in the highest. And I'm not looking. (laughs) I already have looked. I already know. I already have seen. I already said what you have shown me. I have said what you said. I have seen what you seen. I know what you know. I'm good. I'm good. I'm on something new right now. Until the manifestations in the natural appear, be on something new. Hallelujah. I'm trying to tell you. Because sometimes God can give us a word about a promise or anything. And we just, you know, we want it so much. So much. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I was able to get up. (laughs) God said, you had no idea. I was going to have your son knock on the door for you to get up out that seat. Because you weren't going to leave that boy out there. <laughs> you didn't know I was going to have that to happen for you to get up out that seat, did you? No. You don't have to know everything I'm about to do. But you do know that blessings are afforded unto you. I provided everyone a vision and a dream according to God said he want us to really catch the word according to. We tend to forget that word according to his will. Hallelujah. And sometimes we just want promises and things to manifest in ministry so much that it can really cause our minds to be cluttered and our spirits to be heavy. God say, be anxious for nothing. Even being overly excited, that is anxiousness. God intends for us to receive a revelation, a promise, receive a download from him, and move to the next thing. Not just stand right there and wait till the promise come. You want to stand with that promise and wait till it come. Yeah, you already received that thing. Already received that thing. It got to come. So let's move to the next thing. See, God is teaching us how to catch up. <laughs> and we thinking that we waiting on him. No, you got to catch up. You got to catch up. You got to catch up. I got to catch up. Hallelujah. And feeling this way and speaking these words. Caught up. <laughs> caught up. <laughs> Gotta know how to catch up with your own way of speaking. I'm trying to tell you, caught up. Hallelujah. Everything has to come up higher. Be caught up in everything. It's just like getting caught up with yourself and doing the things that you want to do, prioritizing your life in order. Yeah, getting caught up. Getting caught up with things. Hallelujah. I'm so serious. I'm so serious. 
God is getting rid of all excuses. There are none. We can't say that this got taken from us. We lost this. When we, you know, moved out our place, this was gone. So we we can't do this because we don't remember what was in that book or we don't have this. We had that at first. And God is saying that I'm still the same. That day I've given it to you, I'm still the same. The day I can still give it to you. So there is no excuse. There is no excuse to fail. There is no excuse to lack. There is no excuse to doubt. There's no excuse to unbelief. There's no, to not believe, excuse me, unbelief. There's no excuse not to praise, not to give thanks, not to forgive, not to give Christ your life. We give Christ our life. We give him my life. Excuse my words. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm standing up. Guess what? <laughs> I need somebody to come over here and help me sit down. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I'm pacing back and forth. I'm ready to go and preach. <laughs> I preach some leaves off a tree and preach them right back on. I'm trying to tell you, my God. I really need somebody to come over and help me, you know, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, God. Have your way. 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 I forgot the song, Father. I go. Hold on. Have your way with me. Oh, make a way, not have a way. Oh, what is it? Make a way, okay. Make a way, make a way, yeah. Make a way, make a way for me. Make a way, make a way, make a way, make a way. <laughs> I remember that song back in the day. Make a way for me. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I remember. Yes, God. And thank you for making a way out of no way. Hallelujah. Thank you guys for being a part of oh, me being a part of what he's doing, you know, on your end. Hallelujah. My son just got home, as you heard me say. I'm going to go and spend some time with him. Thank you for listening. God say, do a dance. Okay, God. <laughs> Hold up now. I say, God, do whatever you want to do through me. He just had me shake a tail feather. I'm trying, I never even shook like this before. Oh, God. Oh, God. Jesus. My God. God. Running back and forth. My God. I think I did a long jump, a long run, all in one in the living room. My God. Jesus, greater is he who is in us. Mm, God say different strokes for different folks. <laughs> That's what he just said. Different strokes for different folks. I got you, Father. See, the thing is, if you're radical and available to be radical, then you're going to be doing things. That many don't see, not even what we see ourselves do. Because I just did something I never did. I never done. 
I never done. So in other words, I'm about to receive something I never had. You understand, Father? I'm trying to say, oh, uh -huh. I'm trying to say, God say the right one knows that she's on the throne. <laughs> you know when you tell someone something like the right one, I don't say it to the right one. When you give a word to like Christ, the Samaritan woman, yep, I don't say it to the right woman. Even the woman, you know, uh, Sarah. No, what's her name, Sarah? No, Mary. You know, of Gatsby. You know, is it even? No, is that even Gatsby? Oh, God. Hey, y'all. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Murray. <laughs> the one, Jesus. Oh, God. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is it Gatsby? When the one was about to be stoned. Come on now. Come on now. I'm not in here, you know, doing no sermon. You understand? Jesus. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Jesus. But, you know, how she became such a good servant of Christ because he had mercy on her. And Christ said, I have had mercy, you know, on the right one. The right one. And when he think about what he has done for us, laid his life down for us, became sin, who knew no sin, that we'd be free from sin so we could be free. And he say, I have done it for the right one. Talking about every single one of us. Even when it comes to the keys that we hold in our hand, I have given the keys to the right one. I've given a fresh revelation to the right one. I've given a psalm of praise to the right one. I've given a testimony to the right one. I've had an encounter with the right one. Because he know we're going to go and spread it. He know we're going to go and reveal it. He know we're going to go and expose it. Because we know that we are the righteousness of him. Hallelujah. Greater is he who's in us. And he was in the world. Thank you for just enjoying this encounter with me. I thank you. I love you. God bless you. There are things that we're going to be doing that we didn't even see ourselves doing right now during this time. But God knows what he's doing. So whatever you want to do through Quenisha Janice Hood, God, you go right ahead. I am so serious with it. You go right ahead. You go right ahead. I'm going to tell y'all something. Oh, God. It's like God will have a moment set up just for what to be said from you to happen in that moment, just for him to release what he wanted to release that he already has set up to release in that moment. And he will have us in a moment leading up to the moment. He know who to connect you with, who to soak with, who to pray with, who to have you around and do this and do that just for that right moment. And there's so many things that I see right now. That God about to just, it's not even just drawing the curtain. It's like one big sheet. All these things just right there on top of it. He about to just pull the sheet. All those things about to fall right upon my life. And it was nothing held up. It was just set up to happen now. And all the things that are to happen now, I receive the things that are to happen now. And the things that are to happen later, I have the faith to receive them now. But waiting for the later. Do you understand? It's like I'm out of the way, for real. No, for no, for real. You know how we say thing for real. No, for real, for real, for real. I'm out the way. I'm out the way. I'm out the way. 
I'm out the way. Before I get off here, God say, be mindful what you watch on TV. Be mindful because your spirit is sensitive. Our spirits are sensitive. Be mindful what we watch because it can corrupt our minds. It corrupt our heart and our spirits again. To going back to thinking the way we were. Got to keep going forward. So we got to be entertained by things that are pulling us forward and not backwards. Hallelujah. Be mindful who you listen to, who you engage with. Not saying to just look around and start, you know, thinking people this and that or prejudging or anything like that. That's not what God is saying. Holy Spirit will do all the talking for us. All we got to do is just obey. Hallelujah. I just thank God for this time. My God, for right now. My God, for right now. I'm just so grateful for right now. Father, I thank you for everything you're doing right now. There's no word can't in the kingdom. There is no won't in the kingdom. You understand? It's only yes and amen. That's a powerful way to live. Because it's, we're surrounded by things that we, we have to say no to. But in the kingdom, there are no things to say no to. So we have to live that way here. So that means anything in this earth that's going to cause me to say no to, it got to be that far behind me that I don't even consider to say yes to the things I should say no to ever again. Hallelujah. So far gone in God that we don't even have to tell Satan no about the things he trying to bring. We don't even see him. Knowing that he's still seeking, but you so far in God, I'm so far in God, moving like God in the earth, that we're not even paying this, this demon no mind. Many of us pay Satan too much mind. For what? For what? Oh, God. I see a lot of, I see, oh, God. I got it. Let me quickly testify. I got to. That's why I wanted to get off here, but God only got to tell us everything. Okay. In high school, I had a great SAT score. And it caused my teachers to really put it out there to have me accepted to colleges and universities. And I got five, you know, acceptance letters and along with applications from five different universities and one of them was Delaware State. I never forget. And God had my mother to give me the mailbox key during that time. And my mother never do that because she wanted to make sure we don't destroy her mail in case we get something that we don't want her to see in the mail. And for that specific reason, she kept her own mailbox key. But for during that time, it was in her to give me the mailbox key. And she gave me the mailbox key and I checked the mail one day and all of those colleges came at one time. And I was like, I didn't apply for this. I, I mean, I didn't, but I was thinking if I took up anything, because I knew I always wanted to preach. And people would tell me all the time if I was bold enough to say something, because usually to be honest, guys, I never really said nothing in school. They'd be like, what do you want to do, Q? Quenisha, I mean, you know, what is it? Even though in elementary school, you know, I had to make up things just because I, I, I could discern that I don't see what they're, they got a picture of everything you could pick from. You got all these community helpers. I don't see a preacher. I don't see anything of the Bible. So it's nothing for me to pick. So I just grab one just so I won't look like I don't know what I'm going to do with my life as a little kid thinking that way. 
So now I'm in, you know, high school and people be like, you know, preaching. That's no job. You, you don't get no money from that. It's not, it's not about the money. You know, you ask me what I'm going to do. I didn't say what I'm going to make. I said what I'm going to do. I'm here to preach. You, that, you don't think about income. No, preaching is my outcome. And when I take care of my father's business, he's going to take care of mine. But I didn't say all that then. You know, I didn't, you know, of course I didn't say that. I just walked around with my confidence a little low. I was like, dang, they destroyed my little dream, but I never given up on it. And I tried to figure out, okay, what in the world that I can do then other than what I really want to do? So I said, if I'm going to do anything, I got to do the best. And God said, I want you to rip up those applications, throw them in the trash, and don't tell your mother. And I was like, okay. I was like, okay. Because I was going to take up criminal justice. And because I'm, I'm into forensics and private investigation, capital punishment, death row, all of that. I'm into all that. Ever since my father been incarcerated since I was five, I've been looking into different cases and the whole entire judiciary system, capital punishment period. And now I realize that God told me, don't go, but he never said that I wasn't going to do what he had me to do throughout these years. I've been studying cases and reading about different forms of capital punishment and praying over the things that God was showing me about people that have unsolved mysteries and all these, uh, what's that show with uh, John Walsh, uh, America's Most Wanted, and God had me to look at these people and pray that they turn themselves in, or for those who've been decades and decades of missing, that they return home or at least return the body so they can have their proper burial. So throughout all these years, God had me to study this and also study the word first regarding the mysteries in his word. <laughs> Hidden treasures in his word. Exposing every demon because of God's word. Discerning every lie because I live by the word. Now all of a sudden he come God today. Reminding me of those applications. And he's saying to me that you have been in school the entire time. Without being in school the entire time. Because you're born to expose, to reveal. But the way how I want you to do it is not for someone to feel guilty. Mm, mm, mm. Come on, somebody. Oh, God. He said, I'm doing it in you now because now you are aware. Because you just said to me earlier. And I felt it. I heard it. I'm there while you're saying it. And I know you're telling the truth because I felt your truth because I'm the creator of truth. And there was no lying in that declaration when you said, Father, use me however you want to. And I'm about to do just that. And I don't need you to be in my way. Hmm. He's pretty much saying thank you, but no thank you. I got this. I had it all along. I don't have to tell you what I'm doing, Quenisha. But now that you're here and you made it this far, now you know what's been going on all along, Quenisha. Now had you fainted, you wouldn't have got this revelation. So people about to receive justification and not condemnation. 
even for those who are, there are many people who are falsely accused and there are many who are out here who should have been accused and they are going to receive their reward, but they're not going to receive no punishment connected to it. Because people that are falsely accused are about to receive their justification because they have spiritually been justified. Many people in prison right now who are about to go home. Many cases that was unsolved are about to be solved. Many bodies are about to be recovered. And God say majority of the missing bodies are in bodies of water all around this world. Mm -mm -mm. I just, I can't, okay, I, I was about to say, please don't have me to find them. My God, but you say whatever you want to do. My God, my God. One time I was on a boat and I just felt so many bodies around me. One time I was in some woods hiking. I felt a lot of bodies buried day. And I was like, oh God, sometimes he will show me cases that been going on since 1930, 1940, 50, 60, 70. That still open cases. And one case got me. This body was never recovered. They never found the body. And I say, God, where is the body? He said, the body is three states away buried under a playground. Come on, somebody. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what's powerful about this. We cannot be afraid. Because when God used us, many of us are afraid to go to other countries because we might get hurt, may not come back, cannot, passport taken, things like that have happened. But you can't look at that and call that forth over your life. Neither can I. You're going to have what you're going to say, and I'm going to have what I'm going to say. So I'm going to say what he said so I can have that instead. No man can take my life. It don't matter what God used me to uncover. No man can take my life. And by God's presence being so evident, they're not even going to want to. They're going to submit to the glory of God that's upon my life. Because the same God over my life, the same God that spared theirs. I want you to visualize this for a second. People crying out to God who committed these horrific crimes. That's why the world trying to bring up old crimes back again. Let me talk about Jeffrey Dahmer. Just for, I got six minutes. I should have been did that. It's okay. Being led by God. Make a long story short. We can never call anybody, you know, um, a name that God doesn't give them. Whether you rape someone, you're not a rapist. Not a rapist. I cannot put that over you. That's a lie. But it's a controlled thing. God me to study every crime and study every person's, you know, history that led them up to the crime. And his background as a little boy, he had parents that was always out of the home. They worked a lot. He was in his big home as a little boy, and it was on a rural road in woods. So he would walk around like eight to nine years old in the woods, and they would find he would find roadkill in the middle of the rural road or in the woods looking for sticks to play with. He found his first dead rodent that was opened, and he started looking at it, and then he started going out there, having that as an activity to do. Instead of going out finding rocks, he went out to go find rodents like possums and squirrels that have been hit over, and people throw them on the side of the road. So he started collecting them, looking at them, and he got fatuated with them, and then he started discovering as he got a little older that he started liking men. 
But he was fighting that demon for a long time, junior high school. and high school, his best friend saw that his drawings was very horrific, like what's going on. So his grandmother knew that it was something different. She's a Catholic. He went to go live with his grandmother for a short period of time, and he was fighting those demons. He was like, no, he, he, was, he would tell the truth. He was testifying. I'm telling these demons, no, I'm not gay. I know not being gay is right. I, I grew up in a Catholic. I'm in a Catholic church. I'm fighting these demons. They all in my face, but I, I keep saying no, and these demons keep coming. He said, I'm not going to sleep with a man. I promised myself I'm not. I'm going to live like a Catholic. All of a sudden, this man walked past while he at the library fighting this demon, this homosexual demon that he said he was fighting. And the man put a paper beside him and walked off. And on the paper, it says, if you want or sex, come in the bathroom for free. And he tore the paper up and threw it in the trash. And he was battling that demon again. He said, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Went back and seen another invitation. Okay. Come and I will do it for you for free. And he caved in. But the thing is, he didn't cave in to do it to that man. He caved in to kidnap the first man that he saw hitchhiking on the street. 17 men and boys all together. And the thing is, they asked him, why did you eat these bodies or keep them in the freezer or keep them? He had a cooler in the, in the um, shower and had the body parts in the shower. He always kept something frozen of a body part, some type of ice or anything. Keep them with the body parts with him so it wouldn't smell. Some, some of the skulls he bleached because he didn't want the smell to be around. And... They asked him, why did you always keep these bodies near you? And why did you sedate these men? You drugged them and then you slept with them and then killed them before they gained conscience. And he said the reason why that he put the men to sleep because he knew that there was no man out here that was going to just openly, willingly say, you can eat a little bit off of me, sleep with me and send me on my way. He said no one was going to ever agree with that plan. Like, that's like saying, can I cut a piece of your arm off, eat it, and sleep with you and then send you home? And who want to say, oh, sure. So he said, that's why I killed them, because no one was going to allow me to keep doing it. And, he, and they said, so why did you do it? Why did you keep their bodies after they were dead, you know, and eating them? What made you eat the body parts? And he said, because I had an issue going up with abandonment. Everybody, you know, was around me that loved me, always left me. I was teased. I was talked about. I felt like I didn't belong here. He said, I had an issue with things and people leaving me, always leaving me. So I had to eat them in order to feel like they are a part of me. So by me eating them and swallowing them, a part of them is on the inside of me because I didn't want to be alone. Every time the men gained conscience, they wanted to go home. So I murdered them because I didn't want them to leave me. So I cut their body parts and kept some of them frozen and left them beside me. There is a testimony to everything. It doesn't make it any right or wrong, any better, any less, but he had an issue with things leaving, being abandoned. Even with Ted Bundy, how he raped all those women, over 75 women. Why? Because he wanted control. Control. He gained control out of seeing people defenseless. And his upbringing, those things were happening to him. That's not every story, but everybody has a testimony. And I come against things that's trying to be bought up that needs to just be in the past. Hallelujah. Thank God for justice being served, for we all being justified. We all been justified. Thank you for listening.